1: He's frozen up in northern Minnesota. We had him. We were talking to him. We were having, talking about eating and getting big and <laughs> I'm frozen. All I mean, right? fr- I mean is, isn't that the irony
2: that he's frozen in northern Minnesota?
1: <laughs> I guess. It is the middle of summer. Yeah, I hey, know, n- but. Can you hear us? I can see him. It I got you. I got you now. Okay. Okay. Great, man. Um, well yeah, welcome. Congrats on making the team. And uh hopefully you can hear us.
0: Yep, I can hear you guys. It was a little glitchy. I don't know. Uh northern Minnesota. There's been storms that rolled through up here. storms yet, but just sure. some summer storms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Let's see if we so let see if we can make this work. Um all right, so I, I want to go back and like, you know, I know there was like a video on flow like you were 80 something pounds out at fargo and you were a little guy and i don't think that was 2007 or six or something like that when did you first get into wrestling how old were you how big were you what'd you like about it
0: yeah so uh like i said i grew up in a small town two thousand people um i started wrestling just uh there was nothing else to do in the town i was five years old um my uncle Cole was like, "Yeah, you should wrestle," and so I decided to wrestle. And as a kid, you know, you played all the sports, and yeah, so I decided to wrestle. And I was probably shoot forty pounds, maybe, and yeah, <laughs> I was just yeah, a little guy, and I was good at it. So I was I was winning wrestling matches. I was I was naturally kind of tough, a little longer, just kind of how I am now a little bit. But um yeah, I was just a little guy and fell in love with it and just kind of carried from there. I was the only one in my family that ever wrestled. So um, my dad played basketball. He's a big dude, six, six. who's a basketball player. And yeah, I decided to wrestle. Do you have any brothers or sisters? Yep. I got a sister. She's tough too. She's, she's a tough girl. Um, <laughs> she played basketball. She played college basketball and she, uh, she beat up on me. Um, she's three years older than me. So she beat up on me as a kid. Um, I mean, I was winning like Minnesota state titles and she was still whooping the piss out of me. <laughs> she would take me down and put me, put the hammer on me. She made me tough.
1: So like, would she fight with you before you started wrestling? Would you guys always kind of fight and, you know, I know you siblings, so, or was it more, when, yeah, like, yeah. maybe you guys would wrestle? Would she ever just wrestle with you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Both for sure. Um, we'd fight and we'd wrestle and she would, uh, until I was probably ninth grade, she'd, she'd beat me.
1: Do you do you remember? Uh, do you do you remember like the first time maybe the tides turned and you were like, "Hey, ah, <laughs> uh, pivotal question." Oh, you like probably I was about to
0: We're glitching a little bit.
1: Yeah, a little bit. But uh, okay, okay. Um, you were always pretty good. Like, what you know? When did you take it from like a sport I really like and then I'm good at to like? Committing myself to the next level, and I want to wrestle at, if it's Fargo, or I want to think about going to wrestling college.
0: Yeah, I was probably like fourth grade. I was young. I was like fourth grade, and I was like I had the the goal to wrestle in college. Um, obviously, I wanted to be a, a gopher. I wanted to wrestle for the University of Minnesota. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so I was like I said, I was fourth grade, um, and I I just kind of had them goals, and I've always was, was setting those goals and said I wanted to make a, a world team, Olympic team, things like that as a, as a young kid. Um, and I, yeah, just kind of pursued it then. And then as I, I grew a little bit older, I just, yeah, just, you know, how it goes. And I just was more dedicated and had more opportunities and I, I took advantage of them.
1: Um, when you're in fourth grade, I don't even know how old you are and how long flow or anything like that's been around. But, like, how were you following wrestling? and what how, what how did you know about college wrestling? And that you wanted to um, do so that? We'd always and go and
0: to the matches. matches. So oh, we'd wow. always go to the matches, the college matches and stuff. We'd go down there and watch, like, Brock Lesnar wrestle, things like that. Watch, like, Jared Lawrence, you know, people like that. So I always followed those guys. I, I always watched, like, my coach, Delson Schlater, watched him wrestle. Watch, like, you know, just guys like that. I would always grew up kind of watching those guys wrestle and watching them win. and um. Yeah, we'd go go to those matches. That's how we'd follow it. Yeah, really, Full wasn't around, you know. I, right. There wasn't too much internet stuff, you know, where you could watch wrestling. There'd be some YouTube videos and stuff like that. But um, at that time, it was pretty much you had to go. You had to go get off the couch and go watch wrestling matches live.
1: Man, that was like a heyday for, for Minnesota. That was like their golden era probably to this point that you got to brock and jared lawrence and becker and Egg. i mean you could go on and on you know big yeah. guys, little guys do you have a favorite yeah
0: i don't know um i really don't have a favorite um it was always fun watching like lesnar come in and stuff we, yeah. we watched him wrestle iowa one time and it was it was pretty cool um just kind of lesnar comes out and he's a he's an animal and i was a little guy you know so he i mean he's he's huge you know and I was like holy cow this guy's a monster and I got to shake his hand as a kid and I was this guy was a beast you know yeah so yeah when I was yeah I was young you know so I, I, it was awesome you know it was always an experience and stuff so I'd go there and watch those guys wrestle and um it was it was really cool and I grew up like gosh I want to be a gopher you know I want to be a gopher and I know at some point I don't know just I, I was recruited by him and I you know made the decision not to go there which um, all of a sudden I came back. So I've been there for six years.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, my next question was going to be like, what happened? Why? Like you you said it earlier in the interview, you just said it a couple of seconds ago. Like, I always wanted to be a golfer. I watched, we sat here and talked the last three minutes about watching them. It was awesome. That's how you got hooked. <laughs> when did, how yeah, when did you just change your mind? Yeah. I don't know. You know, I, uh, I,
0: like I said, I'm a small town guy and sure. I think a lot of it, I went to North Dakota state. Fargo is kind of a small, bigger town, and when I went there, I was like, you know, this is a little bit more homey to me than the Twin Cities area, where, sure. um, you know, there's a lot more city life. And I'm this, you know, I was, like I said, I'm a small town guy. I enjoy hunting, fishing, and and getting in the woods and be able to get off the grid pretty quick. And in Fargo, I could. So at that point, I was thinking like that, you know, and um, it was it, it was a, a definitely a, a tough decision for me because. I grew up that was my dream you know to, to do that and you know just that just that small town life kind of pulled me away a little bit and I kind of had to get back uh you know the root of the 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 whole goal is to win you know and to, to be a national champion and to win those wrestling matches and um you know sometimes it's like you had to you had to make a decision where um um, you know, maybe life came first and I wasn't maybe thinking the, the smartest at that point, but I, I had no regrets going to North Dakota state. I, I loved it up there and it was awesome and it was amazing and good experience. Um, just, uh, the opportunities that Minnesota has are, are huge, you know, with the training partners and yeah. the multiple alumni sticking around and, and people that support the, the program. It's,
1: it's unmatched, you know, it's tough. It's tough to beat. <laughs> um. So, you know, you have all these goals and ambitions and you want to be a a, a, world, a national champ and a world champ from fourth grade, right? And it sounds like you're kind of kicking ass at a young age, doing pretty well. You know, you, you had a good college career, you're an All-American, but that's not the trajectory typically to do the things that you had set out to do. At any point, did you start to question whether or not you could actually do these things?
0: You know as a young age, I, I felt like I was a little different. Like, you know, I, and I know you, you know, you talk to a lot of the the elite wrestlers and stuff and maybe they're the same way, but um, I've always, when I was a little kid, I was a in fourth grade. I remember that I would, I'd feel guilty if I missed a workout or um, I'd miss some kind of training or practice or whatever. I'd, I'd feel super guilty. And it was like in my, in my soul that I was like, it was burning, eat me up, you know? So, I, as a young age, I, I always like believed that I could do it, you know, no matter what, I might lose a wrestling match. I might get beat up really bad. And I'm like, you know what, I felt like I had hope that I could win, you know, and I felt like it carried through, you know, through college into now, you know, in the last six years of the senior level wrestling. Um, it was kind of amazing, you know, like just that feeling, you know, and I, I would always like share that with my family and stuff like that, or, or friends and stuff like that. Like, gosh, I can't miss this workout. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get behind or something. And I felt like maybe that has a little bit to do with it, but going through college, I was developing, you know, I, I graduated high school at 130 pounds. Um, <laughs> and I was at 132 pounds, you know? So I, I, and I was just, I was a small, you know, I wasn't very big. I wasn't mature yet. My, my body wasn't mature. Um, and when, when I, uh, you know, going through college, so it was like kind of a whole developmental thing, you know, where I was jumping weight classes. I was trying to figure out my body. I was, it was crazy. You know, I, I was wrestling guys the first year that were 125, 133, 141s to the next year wrestling guys that were 184. And, which I think they thought I was pretty crazy too. But, um, you know, so I felt like I I spent like about five, six years trying to figure out my weight class, you know, but I never lost hope. You know, I was just believing that I could do it. And I was always making gains. Like, yeah, I was making crazy gains, no matter what I was doing in the weight room. Maybe it was even just like gymnastic stuff in the wrestling room. Like I was, you know, hitting backflips and whatever. And I was just I was I I always believed that you know like I said you know it took me a while even in this year you know 90 92 and I was trying to figure out my weight you know and sometimes I'd struggle going 92 was was kind of tough you know I I had to cut a lot of weight and I had to manage my weight and a lot of it I could get off with just my busy lifestyle like I'm I'm kind of all over the place people always tell me to slow down I'm like I finally accepted it that I'm not slowing down. I'm just going to keep hammering (laughs) out all the activities that I do. (laughs) So, but yeah, then, um, you know, finally I'm like, you know what, I'll I'll move the heavyweight and it just so happened because 97 with the Olympic year and the world year, was already taken to move up and maybe, you know, maybe it was a good move for me, you know, obviously it was, it all worked out and (laughs) the job ain't done yet, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy. So I, you know, I never lost hope and, I always felt like I could do it. I, I always felt like I could, you know, maybe, um, sometimes you lose a wrestling match and you walk off the mat and I know everybody, even like just playing other games or, or just whatever, you always feel like, gosh, I got a little bit more to give, you know, just so happened in the best two or three series that I walked off the first match. I was like, gosh, I got way more in the tank. I got way more to give. And I got a second chance. You know, and I got yeah. two more chances to just prove myself and and make it happen. You know, and it, obviously the heavyweights a different game. Um, sometimes with being outweighed by a lot, so yeah, I just had to take advantage of my strategies and my strengths and my my opportunities. I had to take advantage. So yeah, uh,
1: all along this way, but probably particularly when you were thirty to you know one hundred thirty two to in, in the next couple of years, being the upper one hundreds. You you know you talk about. You mentioned both these things, trying to figure out the opponents who are bigger and how their bodies move. I'm more interested in like, and I'd like to know about that, but um, figure, you said figuring out your own body, right? Because you, you know, I stopped growing in seventh grade. You're like growing leaps and bounds like forever and your body's probably changing and it's, works different and you know, you're, you know, I don't know. <laughs> what's that like trying to to figure yeah, out yeah. So, ever-changing you know bodies is- and how you wrestle with it?
0: Yeah. So like, it's crazy with, you know, growing up as a small guy, I was always like almost hitting small moves, you know, small attacks, just, you know, guys that like guys would use, you know, Yeah. and maybe not the whole hand fighting thing from, you know, the upper body guys got a hand fight hard and maybe it's a different, it's just a little bit different strategy in the matches. Yeah. So I always grew up wrestling from space and things like that and shooting those kind of attacks and moving a lot more. And, um, you know, then growing in different weight classes, you know, it's almost like, yeah, you could use all that, but also you're going to get into battles. You're going to get in the hand fight in the positioning game and, and things. So like, you know, you had to develop that, you know, you had to, you had to change that around. So, um, I think that, you know, wrestling, all those weight classes definitely helped me, you know, just some of those small attacks and trying to figure those positions out, you know, wrestling the big guys, maybe they, they didn't wrestle like that, you know, as a kid. Um, and, you know, you know, obviously they know how to wrestle from there too, but, um, you know, they didn't, you know, rep it out like I did as a, as a young guy, you know, or as a small guy, but, you know, definitely the strength battle. That was a big deal. I was always, I've always been strong, but, um, moving up weight classes so fast. I was like, I was trying to figure out my body, you know, just, I was all of a sudden I was five, nine and I six, three in a year and a half. I like, <laughs> holy crap! <laughs> you know? seriously
1: $2. five yeah, nine to six it was, six, like 30. It was yeah. crazy holy cow
0: it was crazy <laughs> i know it was a, it was a mind-blowing thing you know where i would walk into a practice room and i'd be like all right i'll wrestle with that guy and he's like oh he's a he's 145 pounds you're 190 you know you can't wrestle with him you know i'm like oh we're the same size and they're like no no you're huge compared to him you know <laughs> so just like i would play tricks with my brain you know just yeah. with my eyes i grew so fast you know Gosh. um you know, and I'd be like, "Oh, I don't want to wrestle that guy. That guy's huge. He's like you weigh more than him. You know, he's maybe 180 pounds, and I thought he was way bigger than me. You know, or something. So, but you know, strategy-wise, wrestling, um, yeah, just a tactical game with um growing up, small guy wrestling, small guys wrestling that different style, wrestling from space, having to move a lot more. Where then going to heavier weights, I, you know, obviously got to engage in hand fights and as a you know 100 225." to 227 pound heavyweight, you know. Um I can't just blast underneath a 265 pound guy, you know, right yeah. from the start. You know, you kind to of crush me a little bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: definitely uh, a tackle game. Tech uh, definitely a switch, a change up.
1: That's cool to hear that um the differences and and yeah, I think they're spot on. Um, Okay, so uh let's get to like to the you know, you, match 1 he wins, but you said I had more in the tank. Think I got match 2 and and hopefully 3. Th- he can't, he it was a comeback in both 2 and 3, wasn't it? Yeah, yep. Like to, to describe getting down in in a hole in either match or, or and mentally what's going on is it ever like, "Oh crap," like, you know, I'm, "shit, my back's against the wall, I'm to lose two matches." home oh, good effort
0: <laughs> yeah know yeah for sure you know like after the first match you know i you know obviously you got nerves coming out of there and you're feeling you know some kind of way you know and i you know it's the first match of the day and i've always been a um a guy that you know five matches into the, the day six matches into the, the day i'm wrestling the best at the sixth yeah. match and i've always been the guy like in the weight room where i'm the first rep or first set, I'm like, I'm not that strong, you know, where the the 10th rep or the 10th uh, set, I'm like, that's where I'm the strongest, you know? So, you know, like I walked off the mat and I was like, gosh, you know, I, I had a lot more in the tank. I, I felt like I didn't leave it all out on the mat. And a lot of it, you know, was I was wrestling a big, heavy guy, you know, strong guy, you know, he's, he's yeah, a beast, you know, like, of course. It, it was, it was different, you know, where, you know, he obviously had a plan and, you know, I had a plan too. And, it kind of didn't go very good. Um, but then, you know, I, I went back to the hotel and we had that three hour break and I said, Well, you know, I you know, my coaches, you know, Dustin and Bramble vale and Troy Steiner, they were all, you know, kind of give me strategy and tactics and you know, like just kind of belief in myself, you know. And I, you know, maybe I lost that for a second in the first match, you know, or you know, I you know, I started thinking, I was like, gosh, we work way too hard to come off the mat feeling feeling like you could still wrestle for another six minutes or, you yeah. know, didn't give it your best effort almost, you know, I'm not saying that I, you know, there's a lot to play in it. You know, you got your nerves and uh, everything like that where, but um, yeah. So just, I knew I was, I was down, you know, and I, they were telling me like, you got to get the first points on the board, you know? And sometimes it's tough. Like I said, it's hard to blast underneath the heavyweight. That's yeah. outweighs you quite a bit, but yeah. You know, like there's, I'm down three zero in that second match. And I, I was like, gosh, you know what? I, I got to get to some of these attacks. I got to create motion. I got to create action. You know, they're telling me that in the corner, like, you know, you can't be holding on or waiting and stuff like that, you know. But like I said, those guys are big, so it's, it's hard for me to just shoot underneath <laughs> them or something like that. But anyway, I, I knew I, I had to create an angle, create some action, which, I, you know, which I did. And gosh, once I got that first takedown. Once you
1: got the first takedown, I'm sure it was –
0: yeah, I exactly. I was like, "Oh, this is perfect for me." So, yeah, I, it was it was awesome. It worked out perfect, and uh, I I just had to boost myself up a little bit and like just a change events, just like that, you know, changed it for me. And then going, at zero, and I was, I don't know, I didn't I didn't lose lose hope at all. You know, I felt like I could I could do it.
1: Yeah. Um, it, it was cutting out a little bit there and it's his face is still kind of frozen but i think i, I think i can hear you so we'll, we'll press forward um at the end of at the end of the second match or did we lose him i think we lost him um because i don't see him on the screen Kyle
2: um, oh at me
1: yeah what do you think of this story so far you said i mean you really
2: it's won't... it's so, it's so crazy just to, to hear him break it down and just the most fascinating part is when he's talking about how he's growing so fast. He he thinks that, that an 80, yeah, the an are... pounder. Yeah, it's just it's it's so fascinating. I'm just I'm listening in, and it's just it's such a a, a surreal story.
1: Yeah, and then you know what I, 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 this this series with him and, and Guiz totally reminded me of um, Fix and um, Gross. Two weeks the week prior, right, where it was like you lose the first match. You're losing in the second match, make a comeback. Losing in the third match, it looks like, all, oh, and then, holy crap, he he does it. He pulls most, and, and even, no, not hardly anybody thought it was going to happen, you know? It was like, oh, two-time world medalist first a uh, guy who wrestled, at, what, 84 or, or 92 kilos how many years ago? Just didn't, didn't seem possible.
2: Yeah, yeah I know. It's...
1: <laughs> Can you hear us, Hayden? I got you now. I don't know what happened. It just cut me out. Yeah, it's it's been going in and out a little bit, but I just kind of letting you go because it, it usually comes back after after a few yeah. seconds. And you're in northern Minnesota, and we, we know we'll deal with the elements. But um, um, yeah. Okay, and was match match three? Was it um? Well, first of all, right after match two, did you were you like I got this? I'm gonna beat him again, or,
0: or... yeah, I, I did. I had a lot of. You know, like I said, like a flip switch after that one takedown, I'm like, you know what, I can, I can do it. And it's like, put it in perspective that you know I've worked how long, and
1: you
0: know, 50 seconds left, which, you know, that's a that's a tough kind of a, you know, a tough thing to be down by five with 50 seconds left in the match. Yeah, but, you know, I, I never I never lost hope. You know, I I knew that. I can score fast and I, you know, I, I, I could, I could handle it, you know? So, um, yeah, just kind of put things in perspective. And, um, once the train started rolling, you know, it's hard to stop that sometimes. And, um, when, especially once you make up your mind, sometimes it's hard to stop that. So, you know, I train that way. I train scoring a lot of points and a lot of times sometimes I don't, I don't do that in matches. Um, but I train that way. I, I attack a lot in practice. I, you know, work hard, I'll score tons and tons and tons of points in practice. And sometimes I don't I showcase that in matches, but, um, you know, I, I trained that way. So it was, it was like kind of second nature to me.
1: Yeah. Um, same thing with the, the third match, but like, and maybe maybe this question can apply to the second match, but more to the third, because that was the ultimate. Did you feel a moment, you know, after you, you're back in a hole, and I think you got one or two push-outs, you know, the push-outs were coming, or you're getting these these small victories, did you ever like feel a point where he just he kind of whatever, or you you were like I got this now? You smell blood.
0: Yeah, I did. Like I said, that that first takedown um, in uh-huh. the second match, I I smelled blood, you know, and I I I got back. Even actually, in the after the first match, you know, I I got taken down and I got up to back to the center right away, and I you know I was like, gosh, you know, there's a minute left in the match, and I kind of felt like. Maybe he was slow getting back to the mat or the, to the center. And I just, you know, I kind of felt like that at that match too, or in that the first match, even though I lost by zero, you know, but especially in that, that second match, I I just felt like I could just feel, you know, a little more heavy hanging, you know, feet, not moving a little bit more where the, uh, you know, the, the small guy, the motion, just the little things that kind of where you out in a match, you know, kind of maybe getting to him. And when I, I blasted through that shot, it was kind of like a little, little duck under to the leg, you know, but Troy kept telling me too. He's like, Hey, you can get to that attack, you know? And sure enough, man, there I was, bam, got to it. And I ran through it and I, I felt like right then I was like, okay, I can get back to it. And I shot back to back on the legs right when I got back to the center, got underneath them, which I'm good in underhooks, You know, I'm good upper body. I've wrestled Greco made a couple national teams. I'm like, gosh, I can get there. I I. As a kid, I was always good right there, and yeah, sure enough, got a push out right there and closed out the match and won that, that second match.
1: Yeah, tell me about like, you know, and the same thing happened in the third, right? You you, you make a comeback, and I'm sure you probably felt them get tired and, and the, it, Like when it when it when it came the wh- final whistle blew, were you like, holy crap? Go- I can't believe that I just, or, or even, I don't know, like I'm putting words, just how, how did you feel? What did you think? What, what do you remember? Yeah. About? So,
0: so this is a little bit different, but um yeah, so I, you know, there's, there was, uh what was it? Four to four to five, you know, I was losing and there was, you know, short time left in the match and I. We, we have a different trainer now. So we, we work with a different guy. It's, it's, a, it's called body rejuvenation. Um, and my guy, Josh, it's actually out of pinnacle wrestling. Um, he has his own separate business, but they're in the same building. And, you know, so anyway, um, I started working with him about a year and a half ago or so, and he got this rogue eco bike and this bike's a killer and. We always do this after we're done training, we got this uh, 50 calorie challenge where it's like a complete, every max effort, going as hard as you can, trying to clock off the 50 calories. And it takes about, when I first started, I get it like a minute 30. And I I didn't know the strategy where you just got to go as hard as you can and, you know, don't pace yourself and just go get it. And it's crazy, you know? So this guy kills us. He hammers us. It's crazy. It's intense stuff. And then afterwards it's like, all right, you got 50 calories and it's just one max effort. You know, it's almost like the end of the match. It's like the, the yeah. sprint at the end of a wrestling match. You just get done. And we always, uh, we got Apple watches now and we all are linked together. and We, we <laughs> kind of compete a little bit and it's, it's amazing. It's the funnest thing ever. And so, uh, like, I mean, we burn about the workouts are typically about an hour long and it's about a thousand calories in an hour. And that's how we judge the workout, you know, how hard it is with the calorie thing. And, um, you know, sometimes you the Apple watch doesn't get your heart rate, but you got to wear the heart monitor if you, you can. But, uh, yeah, at the end of that thing, we always hit that 50 calorie. And I mean, there's like a lactic acid buildup in your legs and you just are dead. And, uh, <laughs> so awesome. we hit this thing and I'm always, you know, this, you know, it's kind of anxiety a little bit you're like, holy crap, this is going to be, yeah, 40 seconds or you got how much time, but. Anyway, so I started off like a minute 30 and then I got that thing all the way down to 34 seconds. I could get that 50 cal in 40, Jeez. 34 seconds. So I'm like, you know, I started I started thinking about that because he's always yelling at us, you know, you know, breathe or control your posture. Last last match, got to sprint, you gotta go get the takedown and stuff like that. And he's been kind of preaching on us like that a little bit. And it's uh I could I actually started th- thinking about that for a second. Like, I got, I got one sprint in me. You know, there's 50 seconds left. I'm down by five. I got to go bike. win this. Thing. Get on the bike. Like, get on the bike, man. And it wasn't exactly while I thought about it a little bit. And it was funny. So, uh, uh, Dap Shazer, you know, he, uh, me and him train there together all the time. And we started talking about that uh, after the match. You know, I was like, man, I started thinking about the bike. And he's like, dude, that's the exact same thing I was thinking about was the bike. And. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. So like, it's, it's like we train that. So, you know that that confidence and getting off the bike. And he's always telling us to, you want to just collapse and just fall off and just lay there on the ground for a minute. But you know he makes us get up and walk it off. And sometimes you know you're you don't want to walk it off. You kind of want to just go and you know fall down or something like that. But yeah, so like man, we train that way. And I. I believed it and I, I believed in my ability and I wrestled Gwiz in uh, the, the Turkey tournament um, and I lost to him first round. And I, I just, you know, felt like I had a lot more to give in that match too. And I felt like I wrestled the first match that way. And I, I just remember how I felt and it was kind of cool. Or Trevor Branville was telling me, you know, he, I don't know, he heard it or something, or he was just telling me, he's like, Hey, just got to think about a, a cup and putting all the things that, that in that cup that, you know, maybe you're grateful to wrestle or, you know, your, your hard works in the cup, you know, you know, why are you here, you know, and, um, maybe not taking win and losing out of it, you know, and maybe you won little battles and they lost little battles and maybe putting them positive things in the cup and putting all that stuff in there and why you're here and trying to take some of the, the little, little edges off, you know, the little, uh, you know maybe it's the mindset battle. You know, everybody has that, where you, you doubt yourself for a second and you're playing, you know, mind battles at the end. I, I always think it's, you know, maybe it's like the devil in you. you know, trying to, trying to get that, where you gotta, you know, you gotta get God, you know, and he needs to, you know, you gotta, you're not in control. He is, you know, so, um, putting those things in perspective, you know, and it was, it was pretty cool, you know, throughout the match. So there was like a lot of little, little mindset things too, you know, once you can make your mind up, like I said, that first, that first takedown i got i was like gosh you know what this is like 100% doable and after the match like you said i was i was super excited and it was amazing and like i you know like i have all these i've been training for so long and this is my first world team and i'm 29 years old and i think a lot of people kind of quit earlier things get tough maybe things aren't going their way or an injury or Whatever it is, you know, and I've I've haven't had any major injuries, but of course everybody gets a little dings and banged up a little bit here and there and your body's sore and whatever, you know. And sometimes it, you know, just everything's gotta pay off at some point. You 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 hope, you know. Yeah. And that's kind of the the moral of the story is, you know, you just gotta keep grinding through it and you know, here we go. You know, here I'm I finally get to a spot where I, I wanna be and I get a chance to go. Represent the greatest country in the world and I get to go wrestle for the United States of America and try winning a a world medal a world gold medal and we got a great chance the team to be the world champs again and um, I get to be a part of that and I get to I get to train for that next spot and it's amazing.
1: Describe the experience of coming back and winning match three and and the moments after right you're in New York City at like one of the most famous theaters I think it was the like was it the last match or was there another best of three afterwards yeah
0: there was another one oh yeah um Marsteller and JB wrestled yeah yeah I think they wrestled after me yeah because I wrestled right after Taylor um but
1: yeah and it was amazing nine
0: <laughs> yeah for sure I know I was up in the stands afterwards um just hanging out with the people for a little while. I think I was up there for like 45 minutes or something like that. Cause when I got back, um, the one guy was telling me what time it was. And I, I was like, no, no, I can't be that late already, you know? And but yeah, it was, yeah. Time flew. It was crazy. It was amazing. Yeah. Wrestling in New York city. And I actually wrestled in New York city at Madison square garden, my senior year of college. And it didn't go very good for me. Um, and I lost. So I, Um, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. uh, I I needed to have a little revenge over New York City, and I'm a I'm a country boy, so me going to New York City does not mix a little bit. But at the end of it, you know, like maybe we'll go back and we'll win again sometime out there. But uh, yeah, it was amazing coming out of the stands and um, walking through the crowd, and you know, I I don't know how many country songs were the walkout songs or were, but. I had a country song and I got a lot of compliments about it. And I was pretty fired up afterwards about <laughs> it too. And I was, I was proud of it going out there. Getting uh, out there, and, Yeah. It was, it was awesome. It was, it was cool coming down that thing and all the, all the people were, you know, slapping you and getting you fired up a little bit on your way down. Sure. It was cool on that stage and got to perform in front of everybody and having that opportunity.
1: Yeah. And we actually, we got like the scoring highlights here from, from the three, all three matches. So, we're gonna we're gonna pull this on the screen and let it rip. And we can talk or talk about you know you can talk us through what you're thinking maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: But uh, and from my point of view, this is going to chalk. This is what's supposed to happen. Quiz, you know credentials. Like I said before, no offense, right? But like, nobody thought this would happen. I'm like, Nick's gonna he's gonna win this match. Hayes is gonna fight hard.
0: Yep, yep. This is the third third match.
1: Oh, this is – okay. This
0: might be okay. his first one.
1: No, they look – you guys look tired. <laughs> oh, no, 5 nothing. yeah. 5-0. Yeah, he does looks, that first match. He does. He looks really tired.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I – sure.
1: I believe this match. Yeah, round two, it says. Was there a shot clock point, maybe. Or step yeah,
0: up? shot clock point. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I was.
0: This is the fourth time I wrestled, and I never got a shot clock or got him on the shot clock. Really? It was uh, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, and Nick can wrestle like a little guy too, right? And like,
0: absolutely. Uh, hits yeah, shot, he's got some slick attacks.
1: Yeah. Was it three nothing? Uh oh. That's the takedown you're talking about, right?
0: That's the takedown I'm talking about. And Troy kept telling me, he's like, hey, this is, maybe you can get to this attack and you can uh, can capitalize from right there. And Sure enough, there I was. And like this little position right there, I feel like we train it all the time. And we train the edge of the mat stuff. And we, so it's kind of a, you know, you got to put things in perspective. And that's how we train. And that's how we we work in these positions. How often, you know, and for the last six years, you've been battling these positions. So. It's pretty, pretty crazy here on the, the, one of the biggest stage for the United States stuff is, uh, it's paying off, you know, and it's amazing.
1: Yeah. And then that was a bunch of attacks, like six attacks in the last 15 seconds, but it took match two, right? Yep. nothing, nothing to match three. Is that another shot clock point?
0: Yeah, another shot clock point. The four times we wrestled, we—I uh, got hit with that thing. Oh, that was nice for him right there.
1: Yeah,
2: I was sleeping.
0: It's like he's- yeah, he's—he was a big boy in those positions. I, them hips were heavy. He got <laughs> the corner on me. It was tough. Yeah, it just just seemed. Uh...
1: That's huge because he was. It just looked like he was. It looked like he was going to score that. Yeah. 7-0, man. Be tough. You said I can't go underneath little, little or big guys, but some you know, sometimes I. Oh, I. I guess yeah, that, I,
0: I had to. I was like, you know what? This is. I had to change it up, and I was. Oh, there we go.
1: But so that that oh. initial shot probably set up that, gotten that little flurry. Yeah, and absolutely.
0: Then you, yeah, like I said, um, I think. Uh, um. I kept attacking that one side and maybe I was a little stubborn in there, you know, like I, I I think I could get it. And I was right there. And I, um, yeah, I made adjustments throughout the match for sure. You know, so like how many times you could get there and I got there how many times and I made adjustments every single time, but right here, I should have been trying to get that leg lace trying to go a little bit. And I, yeah, right here, this is a kind of a crazy spot right here. You know, I think everybody thought I was, a tough spot. And like I said, we train the edge. Everybody's trained the edge. Even out at Colorado Springs, no matter what, we train the edge of the mat. You
1: train that what go backwards and circle him out?
0: Well, of course, you know, not so much in a front headlock position, but definitely yeah. uh butts on the edge and um, you know, circling out ready to attack, you know. Um, I was in that front headlock, which that's kind of a tough spot, but uh um definitely butts to the butts to the edge. Circling in, looking to attack out of bounds. And sure enough, it paid off.
1: <laughs> Man, that, that, that had to be, that's got to be one of the, one of the top moments in your wrestling career. Probably a highlight yeah, of a moment of your life, maybe.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, everything kind of comes into perspective. And right. just, it's, it's, yeah, it's amazing just how, how everything kind of plays that way, you know, where, um, you know, it's the end of the match. You got to be clutch and, um, you know, and especially freestyle wrestling. If you watch like the world championships from last year and things like that, it was like, gosh, it felt like if you were down by a, or yeah, if you were down by a point with a minute left, it was kind of hard to win the match or hard to hold the, hold on to yeah. win. So the guy who was losing came back and won. I don't know what percentage it was, but you've, you've seen, seen it a lot. ton.
1: Absolutely. Um, and, you know, you would have lost a team point there, right? With this
0: yeah that's what they said (laughs) it was Uh, kind of funny uh bill he uh the the was telling me to put it back on i didn't then uh coach zadick says hey put your straps back i was like oh i'm sorry coach i threw them back up and it was kind of funny
1: (laughs) come on come on yeah yeah dude that's that's freaking great um and looking into the to the the world Right. The world championships, the, the top competitors from the other countries, man, you, you're you at 92, you've been like, are you not familiar, just familiar with maybe who the top competitors or a lot of the country's entries will be, but, uh, familiar with them? Like wrestling oh,
0: I, style. I, I am, yeah, I am a little bit, you know, uh, watching film and whatnot. Um, obviously I've never wrestled any of them. My international heavyweight career was just wrestling, uh, Gwiz um in turkey that time um in february and uh but you know obviously with film um coaches everything like that are trying to you know get me up to speed on that and like you know we're just watching the the film i'm understanding their styles of wrestling and how they wrestle and whatnot but uh it'll be it'll be good we're gonna wrestle the the uh the tournament over in tunisia um here in a couple weeks and yeah i'll be kind of back in the spot there hopefully uh, get a bunch of international matches there and um kind of develop but yeah no, obviously like the Petrovili uh the Iranian czar, um yeah. Are, uh, yeah um the the turkish guy and yeah, yeah it'll be it'll be good yeah you I'm know, watching all those guys yeah ghoul but yeah, anyway it, okay. just watching film on those guys you know not like I I watch Maton. you know so I'm trying to study it and learn it and kind of understand their styles and stuff and my coaching staff does a great job um training i trained with like yesterday i trained with gable Did a you know gives me a unbelievable feeling um, <laughs> yeah. great great advice you know
1: yeah it's crazy um so you know i'm thinking about this as you're talking about you haven't really wrestled these guys but you you know you're studying up and but like the you know and you mentioned the adjustments you made and i think i, I know definitely noticed that i don't know whether or not i said it on the call i think i might have but like. You, you would get in low and get extended. You would get in low and come out the back door and get, you know, I'm jammed up. Or you'd get in and come out the back door and almost finish, but you didn't. And then you couldn't, and then you it was like, and you said it, you're like, I made little adjustments each time. I'm trying to understand the, you know, everything's happening so fast. Um, is it just like the next time you get back in there and you, you, you readjust something that didn't work the first time? Or are you having time to think? Yeah. So like, you know, like if you look at all those
0: matches, man, I was in there how many times where um I could make those adjustments, you know, where, you know, you get burned a couple of times, you know, you're always telling little kids when you're coaching them, you can't get hit with the same move so many times before you just, you know, you got to develop, you got to learn, you know, you got to get your hand in the way you got to get your head in the way or whatever it is, you know, just coaching little kids, you know, and I was there how many times where I shot in on that kind of the same shot, single leg, or my head got thrown to the outside yeah. And I was in your crotch lift or them heavy hips got me. And if I stayed low, I was in trouble. You know, he, he, you know, Quiz is very flexible and there. He's re- he's good, really good right there. You know, where um making those adjustments for myself. I'm like, gosh, if I, I knew if I could come up or if I could shoot, if I get back up to the hips or um, if I had to move right away, if I attacked it, I had to move right away. I had to get the corner or I had to come back up, you know? So um I made those adjustments throughout the match and I like I said, like I was stubborn in there. I don't know why I was like, gosh, I can get this attack. I felt like I was right there, but I was a second short every time when I got scored on and then making those adjustments through the match. I'm like, I knew I had to either get back up at the hips or I had to get the corner on them. And yeah, I was there and how many times, and it was, it was pretty amazing, you know, where I could make those adjustments and um, learn from wrestling three matches And, you know, we, you know, you train that way, you know, you, you want to get in those battles. And I, you know, like I said, I wrestle with Gable and, um, I wrestle with Trevor Brandbold and, um, you know, my other Tony Nelson, all these training partners of mine, you know, maybe (laughs) they beat you in a position, you know, where, you know, you maybe get scored on twice and maybe you start scoring on them from them positions and then it's a chess match. And it's amazing because, you know, just your training partners and the way we train and the way we think and the way we act, it's, um, you know, you're learning and adapting all the time. So it's, it's amazing. Like I said, I had a second opportunity. I lost the first match. I had two more opportunities to do it. And, um, you know, just that, that consistent positive belief and all that stuff really plays a role and it, it definitely played a factor in that match and in that series and, um, you know, it's, it comes down to kind of heart a little bit too, where, you know, not, not, you know, always betting on yourself, you know, and I think we need a lot more of that and, um, everybody that we do. And, you know, obviously we're dealing with the the greatest athletes and in wrestling and we get to be around them all the time and talk and pick their brain and stuff. And we can maybe start acting that way. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're uh role models to all these kids and all these people, and they can, they can see that. And we get a, Display that, and we can talk about it, and try to instill some of that belief in them. Kind of the opportunities that we have, uh, displaying it, and being that that guy. So it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Um and this is this is a great story this top to bottom all of it, um, but we are kind of running towards the end of the thing here. But Kyle Klingman's been hanging out real nice and, and calm, but he's got a um, a little game we like to play with our guests. So Kyle, let you take it away.
2: Hopefully, we get a solid connection here. We have our game sweated out. I have five questions, hoping to make you sweat it out. Are you ready to play, Hayden Zilmer? Let's go. <laughs> You can't hear it. All right. Number one uh, is Our
1: internet connection, bad. We got It's a little shaky, but we're, we're going to roll. shaky.
2: We'll try. We'll try. He's frozen now. Can you hear us?
1: That's a negative
2: negative. I Mike, I didn't want to dive in. and Yeah. And no, have I appreciate it, it that. I like appreciate
1: this, that. So, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, Kyle, why don't you try to make me sweat it out? Different set of questions off the cuff, no preparation, just the way you like to do it. All right. Uh, who was the second president
2: of the United oh, come States? Come on. <laughs> Are you set off the cuff?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, George Washington.
2: <laughs> he was our first.
1: I, don't, I I don't. I could. I could throw any kind of name. Jefferson.
2: Oh, look who's back.
1: Let's yeah, yes, go. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Um, you saved.
2: You saved Mark.
1: You saved me. Oh, let's yeah.
2: go. All right. Okay. I'm ready, ready to play. Okay. Number I'm one. Ready to play. N- name the D two NCAA champion from North Dakota State that has the second longest reign as world heavyweight champion in WWE history.
0: Oh. Um. What year? Can he you tell me that or not?
2: Yeah, uh yeah for sure. he was i i can't because it kind of gives it away a little bit if you know who it is okay um but, an era he was in the 80s for uh he was pre-hulk hogan okay oh
1: man
0: honestly i was in a conversation with somebody the other day and they were telling me about this
2: <laughs> uh,
0: um i talked to a ton of people i'm a talker and i i always some chatting and and
2: Oh, Okay.
1: Man. Oh, well, uh, I'm give, not give, sure. Give the year. Give the year. Then see.
2: What of when he won it, or what when the?
1: What were you asking? What was your question? I, said, I'm just
2: asking who the who the wrestler was.
1: And and Hayden said what year?
2: Let me get it for you. I don't know off the top of my head. It's not going to matter.
1: When... <laughs> so I won't give it away. Go ahead.
2: All right, you re- you out, or you see? I think stuff I might up? be
1: out. Um,
0: oh man, um,
2: you may not I'm even not know sure. who he is. Okay, yeah, I might is, not. His name is Bob Backlund.
0: Oh yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> uh, what what was his name? What was his? Uh, what was his? Bob
2: Backlund. Yeah, he was, was Bob Backlund. This, no, did,
0: he, did he have a stage name? No. He had like a, a slogan behind it.
2: I mean, not to my knowledge, it was just ba- Bob Backlund.
0: Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I didn't know if it was like yeah. the Renegade or something no, like that. No.
2: No, you know what Bob I mean? Backlund. Like
0: so and so, Bob Backland.
2: Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I, number I've never two. Heard of his name? All right. <laughs> number two. What iconic singer songwriter is from Hibbing, Minnesota?
0: Oh, uh, Bob Dylan.
2: Yep, you got it. Let's go. Number three, what is another term for a Bushman?
0: A Jack Pine Savage.
2: Yep. Let's <laughs> yes, go. All right, number four, who did you defeat in the 2007 finals of the 84-pound 16U National Finals on both Freestyle and Greco? Uh, Jade Rouser. Yep, Jade Rouser from Montana. Got it. Montana. And number five, what Fargo high school product held the single season home run record at 61 home runs. Ooh.
0: Um, this is a tough one. I'm going to say, uh, I, I'm this is uh this is a tough one. This isn't my, my forte. It, is, it, is it something obvious for me? I'm going to be uh, scratching my I head mean, on I this phone or...
2: Yeah, it, it got broken by Mark McGuire in 1998. I would say um, like uh,
0: Creighton Durham Hall or something.
2: I play for the Yankees. Uh, Mark seems to know it.
1: You want to phone a friend?
2: I could phone a friend. Make that friend Mark because it seems like he knows it. Hayden? Yeah, there Hayden. he is. I, I'm phoning him right now. Yeah, I got him okay. on
1: it's uh, it's Roger Maris.
0: Roger, Roger, who?
1: Roger Maris.
0: Roger Maris.
1: Oh, yep. Roger Maris. Bone to Fred. Yeah. <laughs> it All worked. Right. Bo- bonus question. Bonus question. Who is the second president okay. of the United States?
0: Um, Thomas Jefferson. Who's three?
2: Did I get
1: that wrong. Oh, he was yeah. the third. I don't know either. That's Kyle asked me this Amy question. Madison.
2: Nope, he was fourth.
1: Donald Trump. <laughs> That's uh, 42nd. 42nd? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. No, he was way, no. way, way oh. for that. Uh, was See, it somebody it was, like Frank? With... I don't
2: know. It was John Adams. John
0: Adams. Okay. Gosh, we were all over the board. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man all right well uh yeah hey we're we're going up going up on an hour here um but i do appreciate you coming on man it's it's awesome to hear your your story the the small town kid and the body growing and and never never giving up and the bike sprints that oh i thought about i was gonna say this you know you want to lay down after the bike sprints because you probably feel like you want to puke um but he says get up walk it off i think you're allowed to lay down after you win the, the gold medal so that's okay. that's when All you right. get off the bike and just like lay there and basket basket bask in. It. Does that seem appropriate? That
0: that might seem appropriate, but I might get a phone call from my, my boy Josh <laughs> McLean, and he's gonna just hammer me. <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna just bust me up for it. So um I might have to take it. But I might have to lay there for a second or uh or we'll see when the time comes. Yeah. Um definitely preparing for it and uh i uh i'm excited so
1: awesome awesome uh well we're going to give you the final word anything you want to say about anything uh before we let you move on with your day
0: uh no not much you guys gotta get up here to minnesota and uh and experience the 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 backwoods life experience the (laughs) jack pine savage life
2: i have i've been up there numerous times there's a great bike trail called cayuna right over by where you live Hey, that's, uh, that's my hometown. I grew up riding those bike
0: trails, riding in them woods, um, before it was even a thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's in the heart of Crosby there. And Cuyuna is a little separate town. I never thought it's kind of always funny. We always, uh, people from the, you know, friends of mine from maybe the twin cities area that come up, they're like, you know, this is Cuyuna, you know, and, um, they don't believe that Cuyuna is a separate town. We get in arguments, but I'm like, no, it's is <laughs> this little town out there. And, they, uh, yeah, but uh, before everything was up, I think Cuyuna was supposed to be the big town when it was a mining town, so uh, anyway, Crosby ended up being the bigger town, and but yeah, so that's amazing, that's sweet. Beautiful, well, we'll Beautiful. have to do it, we'll have to get up here, and go, uh, we'll get you out in the woods a little bit, split some uh, Split some wood, maybe yeah, shoot yeah. a deer or two or some ducks. And uh, my, my forte right now, uh, me and Tony Nelson are uh, we're trying to develop a, a thing so we can do some maple syrup, um, a company. <laughs> So right now it's, it's pretty low key. I mean, I did 29 gallons this year in a, a 26 by 57 cooker. It's just a pot, uh, just a pan. And we had a big fire going underneath it. I got probably about like, I don't know, 20 of wood out in the yard right here at, um, up in Northern Minnesota. I just, I'm up here. Like I said, I'm coaching the kids tonight. So I'm up North here, but normally I'm in this, this city. Um, but I got about, I got a lot of trees, all Oak. I got it all to split, and got it all to stack, and uh, I just kind of been chipping away at it when I got time and stuff. And I'm getting ready for next year, and uh, if we can keep it going and we can keep building on it, we're we're trying to get a company going. We're kind of we don't know the name of it yet, but Jack it'd be Pine awesome Savage, get it going. Maple syrup, yeah, the Vine Savage maple syrup. I know it. We, yeah, we. It'll be awesome. It'll be sweet.
1: <laughs> it'll be super sweet.
0: Maybe we'll get the show going, and uh, we'll uh, eat pancakes with Jack Pine Savage maple syrup on the show.
1: Dude, I'd be all for it. That'd be awesome. Count me in. Yeah, let's go. Every wrestler's
0: dream. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Get yourself some Jack Pine Savage maple syrup. Exactly. (laughs) Cool. Well, Hayden, man, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks so much for coming on. I'm sure we'll run into you again this summer, but but best of luck at the World Championships.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks,
1: man. Take care. Yep. Well, Kyle, did that answer all your questions? Did, 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 it did you man, get the dude, full story?
2: I know. I, we did. I've been up to his area numerous times. I've actually stayed right there. So next time we go up, I'm going to look him up, man. That guy's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fun, fun stories and um, great show. But uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, hope you have a happy weekend. And Fourth of July holiday for Kyle Klingon. I'm Mark Bader. See you.